Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone out there in the world, in the digital world. Today is a special day here at Everyday Folks Radio. It's February 4th, and this is a live remote podcast, but no ordinary one, because today we celebrate our 200th episode of Everyday Folks Radio. We are super excited. We're so grateful that you're here today, and we have some very special guests, some familiar voices that I'm sure you've heard over the past few years who will be joining us today. If at any time you'd like to speak to any of us, you may call us at 347-539-5372. Again, that is 347-539-5372. And if you'd like to inbox us, we have a menu of options for you today. Because with me today is the lovely and amazing founder and creator of Journey into Passion, as well as, if you haven't visited already, anikamadison.net or .com. Um, And so... Welcome, Anike. Welcome to the 200th episode. Hey, congratulations. We are, I'm so excited. Look at us, 200 episodes. That is exciting. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this uh, wonderful occasion. And Billy, you know, I always say thank you for the opportunity to be a part of Everyday Folks Radio. I'm excited. Thank you. And to listen or to respond or ask questions or requests of Anike, her inbox is open at this time at anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. So you can send her any questions, comments, or requests there too. But wait, there's more. There is another amazing gentleman that many of you have probably been listening to over the past six months. He is the other, my better half of Fright Talk. And I have to say this one more thing. One of our most amazing new additions to the team, but he's not new anymore because he's been here long enough. Welcome, my brother, Nadine Tabs. How are you today? <laughs> I'm very good. Thank you so much. Thank you, Billy, for, for having us on the show on your 200th episode. What a monumentous uh, celebration. I mean, kudos to you, and thank you for uh, welcoming me into the Everyday Talks radio family. I mean, I just, you know, I'm happy to come along for the journey. So I'm so happy to be here with you and with Anike, two amazing people. And this is going to be phenomenal. Likewise, we're grateful to have you both. And I thank you both, because without you guys, there would be no 200. And if you want to reach Nadim during this live podcast, his inbox is open at frighttalkguys at gmail.com. Again, that is frighttalkguys at gmail.com. Anike's, again, is anikepassingjourney at gmail.com. And I have mine open for those of you who want to annoy me, too, at Everyday Folks Listen at gmail.com. So folks, a few announcements though. There's a lot going on, even though we're remote and we're trying to do the COVID right thing. There are a number of activities that are going on locally here. So I got to give a shout out to a couple folks here locally in Miami. On Saturday, February 13th, Sorted Olio will be hosting along with Herbs and Teens, the first ever Cupid Fest, which is a day of um, a small market, like a market fair mixed with a little bit of food trucks and, and, and small vendors, some yoga, some small entertainment. And guess what? Billy Jones standing on a stage for a few minutes. 
speaking about Everyday Folks books. And so if you're interested in going to the, to the venue, COVID required is outdoors. You can go to sortedolio.com to pick up your free ticket. It's a free um, admission, but you do need to register. And then also <clears throat> one more thing, we have a lot going on um, throughout um, our programming here at Everyday Folks. So we hope that you'll camp on to each of our social media feeds. And so at the end of the show and throughout the show, our members and our hosts will be making sure to provide that. They'll provide their feeds because there's so many options. So don't just choose one, choose them all. We're all that awesome. And so today, folks, I want to do a tribute, something so different from any of the other shows we've done. It's almost like it's going to be like a virtual conversation and fun. Um, so, and our, our two hosts have no idea what's coming. So this is going to be pretty interesting. So I have to ask you both, and I want to start with you, Nadine. Nadine, when we first started this journey, you know, with Everyday Folks Radio, especially with the series Fright Talk, you know, the concept really came as a birth idea of, of you know, we were talking, because you and I love horror. We talk about this on our podcast. We love horror, anything horror and suspense. We talk about that. But now that you're six months forward and you're looking back, what does Fright Talk mean to you today? That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. I, I almost feel that because we started the Fright Talk together, it's, I feel it's, it's almost as if you built a house with your own two hands, you mm. know, but in this case, I built it with somebody else, right? And so the foundation was already laid there because you have a vast experience in when it comes to podcasting. And so it, it means quite a bit to me. It's something I look forward to. Um, every time we have a show, it's something that people reach out to me when we don't have a show. And they're always wondering, what are we going to talk about next? And that kind of keeps me going. And for that, that time that we're together doing the show, mm -hmm. it is a mental break from all the other craziness going on in the world. So it means quite a bit to me. Um, I feel that it's, it's something that because we, you know, started it and built it along the way, I, I feel that it's something that's like a train gaining momentum. And I, I absolutely love just going along for the ride. <laughs> Thank you. And Nika, you know, I got to share this. You and I sat at a Denny's on Marlin Road. I want to say this was five years, maybe six years ago. And, and, yeah. and Nadine, you're going you're to find this hilarious. So we were sitting there and we were eating. I know I had my country slam. It was good, too. And so we were sitting there and we had a conversation. And initially we started talking about publishing. We were talking about writing a book. But then we started talking about a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like it just, we left there feeling good and feeling connected, right? And so, mm -hmm. Nika, yeah. You had a five-year journey. You've been here since Everyday Folks pretty much started it as well. So what does Journey into Passion mean to you as it's had a five-year evolution? Yeah, I remember that day, and I remember that you and I had one of the fastest friendships. <laughs> like, we clicked right away. <laughs> and we had so much in common, and you were, it was such an inspiring conversation. And I knew that I was such a passionate person, and I love just the, the thought of being on a journey and really starting to realize things. And that the show was like, of course, journey into passion. That's literally what I'm on. I'm literally on a journey into realizing my passion. So I said, perfect, that's the show. And I wanted to see other people do the same thing. And so, and it just means the world to me, the, the guests that I've had, I've had amazing guests. They've all given me everything that I wanted because the things that I want is you have to inspire my people. You have to inspire our listeners. You have to have a journey, and we need to know how you did it. 
and they all gave that. And so I'm so thankful to all the, all of the people that were guests on the show. And, um, you know, you gave me a lot of firsts. I, I had a, a year of leaps in 2016 with the beginning of the show. You know, people said, you have a voice for radio. And I kept saying, oh, well, you know, maybe, maybe. And then you were like, no, you're doing it now. <laughs> I said, great. Okay, here's the opportunity. I'm going to take that leap. And then you get, and then the speaking engagements, I said, okay, that's another leap. I said, you know what? Billy has been uh, involved in a lot of my leaps. <laughs> so, and I'm very grateful to it. <laughs> you know? And so it's just. It's just been an amazing experience. It's, you know, the, the hard work pays off because when you start to hear people be inspired by what you say and encouraged, which the two things that I really want to do, it's just been an amazing experience. I'm like, thank you. Now I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And uh, I look forward to a lot more shows. Awesome. Nadine, that goes the same for you. Every show we've done, Nadine, is, you and Nadine are so good at keeping up with the numbers. Like, I lost track. Like, Nika just reminded me of what episode she's on. And Adeem, at the beginning of his show, he's like, you know, this is number 12. This is number 10. I'm like, it is? And so, <laughs> and, it, and that's so important, like, because we should be celebrating those milestones, right, Nadine? And, yeah, you know, you're, you're a constant reminder of that, right? Yeah, because it, it's, you do one and you're like, okay, cool, I did one. Then you do two. Then you do three. And before you know it, you turn around and like, whoa, wait a second. I just did 10 hours of content. Right. And then you keep building on that. Well, in your case now, 200 hours of content, which is phenomenal. Um, so it's just cool to kind of track. OK, I we and on a variety of different topics. Right. So, you know, the the interest is always peaked and engaged differently for each show. But, yeah, it's just it's kind of fascinating how time flies. And before mm-hmm. you know it, look how many podcasts, you know, we've done together. And, yeah, it, it's actually it's something that I, I kind of see as tally marks. Like, you know, every time we have another one, I'm like, okay, wow, this is another one to add to the library. And Nadim is, I have to tell you, Nadim came up with a great idea, folks. If you go to everydayfolksradio.com, you'll see the entire itinerary almost up to November of this year of every topic and show that we'll be talking about that's tentatively scheduled. And that's great because for our shows, we need that. And whereas in Anike's show, Anike, you have a, a unique planning approach because she'll plan three or four out. She knows her dates and everything, but she also, because of the unique nature of your show, you need that wiggle room, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, I, you know, sometimes it's, it doesn't come to me sometimes until like the week before. And right. so, you know, and I, I always want to make sure that the, the idea fits into what I'm trying to do. You know, every now and then I'll kind of go a little off. But, every, but you know, I want to keep it to where because people are being inspired and encouraged. I want to keep that kind of going. And I, I usually have some, some series. So, like, if I plan it out, I'll have a series of shows. Like, right now I'm doing the year of transition. Mm-hmm. And so because I've built a lot of – the first four years have been a lot of building of, um, okay, we're going to make sure that we're, we're getting set, we're getting ready, we have all our resources. But we've done that now. So now it's time to start really executing things. And so that's where we are now. And so I'm just kind of staying on that route, and I want to be able to talk to people that have, have actually started realizing things and how do they do it and what are the resources. And so we're kind of gathering our resources. So by the end of this year, I want to start hearing from people that they started to realize some things, and that's mm. really important. 
Mm, you know, I got a, a question that's coming in from Daniela for us. She wants to know, what do we appreciate most about doing, um, uh, you know, in our EF radio shows? And, you know, Nika, you touched on that a little bit earlier in terms of the, 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 the reach out, the connection that you're making with the journey with folks, right? And so yeah. and for and for Nadine, for us, it's, it's a little different. So what do you appreciate? We'll start with Nadine and go back to Anika, and I'll add it in at the end. What do you feel are some of the things that you appreciate the most about, you know, Fright Talk? Um, so believe it or not, I – I really enjoy the questions that we don't see coming from the audience. The, those questions that you're like, wait, they, they asked what? They said what? And then that, that kind of reaction on the air where you're trying to just kind of process the question and answer it the best way we can. I mean, we have such a good time with it, but I really enjoy the interaction of the audience members sending in the questions. And then, of course, just the conversation, because we have the conversation that unravels into the horror and the fright. But you know, in the episodes we've done, we've done 13 already, we've gotten a slew. I mean, we get so many questions every episode, and it's just very interesting to, to hear people's perspectives. And people come on and they, they share their stories, right, especially their stories in relation to their nightmares, experiences they've had in the past and stuff. So I really enjoy the, the interaction with the audience and then how you and I are able to bounce those questions back and forth. I agree. You know, and Nikkei, for your show, one t- something that I find very special. Every time I'm on your show as well, even with Nadine, the preparation is important. People don't realize how much behind the scenes what we do to make this sound good, Daniela. This is important. And so what is one of the things you appreciate of all the things that you have? What are some of the things you appreciate the most? I didn't say one, but several things you appreciate about your journey in the Passion series. I love to hear somebody say, because of you, I did this. Because of you, I decided to take this leap. That is, that's the best compliment you can give me because that's the, that's the idea, to get you to, to do things differently and, and see things differently. And, and you know, because the old ways don't work. And so I'm always looking for new ways to figure it out. And sometimes I might change something that I said because I said, you know what? This actually works better, <laughs> you know, and so and, and anytime I see, hear somebody say, you know, I never thought that I could do this, but now I believe I can, I, I love it because I'm like, fantastic. Now let's see what else we can do because I, I feel like the journey is, you know, you, you reach one point, but you got more to go. One journey is, is one, one thing, but I think that the journey isn't over until, until days, days either <laughs> you, you want to swear. <laughs> One of my favorite moments is you can go in with a script, but everything will unfold into the unknown, right? Yeah. And right. it like there are some days like Nadim and I had this a week ago, or well, yeah, last week, last Friday, we had this moment where we felt after that show on nightmares, I felt remember Nadim, you and I talked afterwards, and I felt like why do I feel that was more intense than I thought it would be. <laughs> Yeah, it got real deep real quick. It was like, wait, wait a second. We were talking about the, the psychology behind it, the nightmares and the different meanings. And then it's almost like at one point in the show, we found ourselves in the rabbit hole. Like, wait a second. This wasn't supposed to be this. Deep. It was just supposed to be scary. And funny enough, when it, 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 on, on a DK show, I can share this. I've been on several of her episodes. And every time I leave there, I feel like I should be a better person. <laughs> really? 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> like, I need to get my life right. I need a journal. I need to be reflecting. Like, <laughs> well, you, well, you know, when you come on, sometimes we have to we have to kind of hold back because you know we can start cutting up in a minute. So we have to kind of hold. <laughs> well, that leads me to my next favorite surprise question. So, can you think of one of your most memorable shows? Hmm. Um, for me, I think my most memorable, you know, the most memorable show, there's a couple actually, um, because I really, I really enjoyed having you on because it's like, it's just, you know, it's just a regular flow of conversation and I know that we're just going to have a good time and I I love having a good time. So I love that. Mm -hmm. But when I had my mom on and I started to learn things that I never knew because Uh she came on during Black History. And she started to tell me some things that she had done. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> you know, I knew that she had done some things and she was entrenched in the history. But I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so it was really interesting. I was kind of blown away. And um, it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was exciting. <laughs> oh, and Adeem, how about you? One of your most memorable moments. You know, when we when we started Fright Talk in, I think, the first episode, Billy and I had mentioned the different type of, like, maybe experiences we've had when it came to horror or anything we've, was scary that we've dealt with or anything like that. And, and I shared a story about when I went camping as a, as a teenager. So shows down the line, maybe episode seven or eight, uh, somebody messages in a question and they share their story. And it was almost identical, almost identical to what I had experienced in the woods. And there's this moment as Billy's reading the question, I'm like, wait a second. It was surreal. I said, wait a second. Billy, that sounded like exactly what happened to me in my, in my situation when I, when I went to the woods and experienced whatever the, you know, oh, well, the group of teenagers that were there, all the, you know, things that we thought were haunted, right? So I just remember that at that moment when the person sent in the question, um, you know, as the show was going live, I was like, wow, that's, it was, it was odd because I felt that there was some form of like connection through a haunting with somebody I've never met, but it's just at the moment was kind of weird because it was like, yeah, that's, it's a very similar story. So it just caught me by surprise is all. Mm. But I, memorable parts. And I think Billy, you even remember my reaction. You're yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw it in his face, Anike. It was so interesting. Cause I said, wait a minute. It was kind of like one of those weird deja vu moments. Like, wait a minute. And like, because and the story was so good. And folks, that's a great plug to go back and take a listen to that show. It was so good. <laughs> and in Anike, in her moment, I remember listening to that podcast very distinctly. And I could hear it in your voice. You're like, oh, oh. Like, <laughs> she was on these moments like, who are you? This lady birthed me, and here I am learning these new things. And that's what's so much fun about this show, because the unfolding into the unknown is what's so exciting. And I think the more you do it, would you both agree? The more you do this, the more comfortable you get. Oh, yeah. You get very comfortable. Oh, yeah. And I remember I was I had a lot of jitters, that, you know, jitters in the first days, the first few episodes, trying to get it right, sound right, my internet right, my mind right, and, and, and things. There's so much to consider. But as you do more, you know, in time makes practice, right? And that practice yeah. does help improve expertise and perfection. So I'm going to ask you this next question. This is a little interesting. What is the hardest show you've ever done? 
<laughs> Don't have to name guests. Just the hardest show, maybe because of its topic, because of its subject matter, or just even you know your frame of thought as you approached it or went into the episode. I'm not going to say the guests, but the hardest show was I was trying to get them to really flow more, say more. They kept saying the same thing over and over again. And every time I try to take them in a different direction, and I was like, okay, people are turning this show off right now. (laughs) (laughs) And it was was during, like, the first time. I really wasn't that great with interviewing you. I was still developing. And so, yeah, that was, ooh. (laughs) I was like, okay, um, can you stop saying the same (laughs) thing? Yeah, yeah. That, that we love our guests. <laughs> we love our guests, but there are we moments like, that happen that they I'm can't really, yeah, I'm very grateful, but ooh, could you say something else? <laughs> <laughs> and Nadine, how about you? One of your hardest shows that you've ever had to do, you know, was some of you know was something that you had to just deal with. So I don't. It, I wouldn't say that it's a, it's a show in particular, but there have been moments, and so. I think for me, one of the hardest things I've had to do or deal with during the shows is that there have been times, Billy, that people share, we're, we may be talking about a variety of subjects, but sometimes people share um, their grief in which somebody has moved on and whatever, and they're, they're you know, connecting it to the subject mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. And I think anybody who's had loved ones that has passed on, that's kind of like difficult, right? So when people, these are people that are strangers to us, but they're, they're sending us there and you can hear the grief in their writing, right? That they, they experienced this and that, and they wonder if there's a connection. And so in those, those moments, it's, it's hard because I, I feel um, these people, you know, reaching out, but I also know the pain of loss of family. So those are the hard moments when, when somebody is reaching out saying they've lost, you know, somebody in the past and they're trying to find that, that connection it, it, it that's there are moments that I find difficult because I, I understand what, what they're going through. Mm, that's a very good point. And for me, I, it goes back to unnamed guests. But when you have a guest who's just like interviewing themselves, like they don't realize that I'm here and I'm trying to carry the conversation and they're going, 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 and going, 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 going. And they're going, 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 going. I'm like, hello, I'm here. I'm, And that rarely happens, but I've had that happen once. And it was like, okay, this is not going to happen again on Everyday Folks Radio, at least for us, you know? And so, and it wasn't that the person wasn't, uh, it wasn't you know, the, the guest wasn't good. The fact is, there's still those, those social cues, those nonverbal cues. Even when you can't see each other, there's a natural thing you just know, right? When you're hosting, as a host, when to take the cues and when to take the conversation because you still have to guide the experience. And so that's been one of the hardest things when you get a guest like, like what you guys are saying, either a guest who gives you and hits that chord, like Nadine said, that hits that personal chord or thought or trigger, or the guest that just is that guest, <laughs> right? And okay, the guest that is just that guest. And actually there's a question coming in from Spencer. Spencer wants to know from us, what are our top three favorite guests of all time? Well, I'm going to be honest, Spencer, two of them are right here because I've interviewed both of them on my show. So one and two, and they're both ones. So one and one are Nadine and um, and, and, and Nikkei. Um, I, but for me, I don't know if I have a, a favorite because 
I learn something from every single person I, I engage with. So I look at it as an opportunity, not just for the podcast of getting the story out, but actually learning and growing in the moment with that person. What do you all think? Yeah, I agree with that. Definitely, definitely you. <laughs> much fun, so much fun. Because, you know, I like to enjoy it. And, um, you know, um, Joanne Hippolyte, she is the, one of the curators of the African American Museum. Yep. It was one of my highest rated shows. And uh, that conversation was just so fascinating. And I just love the fact that, you know, she really kind of walked me through how everything came about and how the museum came about. That was really a fascinating conversation. Loved it. And, um, yeah, I think that and... Uh, um, so many, I think it's like, I couldn't even think what I had for dinner last night. Spencer, why you did this to us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, just just the fun the fun shows and the, the really intriguing, interesting shows. Yeah. Dean, what about your favorite top three favorite shows? Um man, it, it it it's difficult. I really enjoy the show that we did on the Zodiac Killer. That was so good. We got a that lot we got so a lot good. of fun on that show. So yes, that was. was really good. That was very good. Uh, we did one on witches, which in the end, Black we ended up paying respect to witches who are trying to defend them throughout history. Um, and then the, the ones on Halloween, because it went so well with the, with the fright talk. And, and so we've had a lot, you know, we've had people call in and, and that as well. So uh, we haven't experienced on fright talk, the, the, um, the interviewee who doesn't want to be quiet or leave. So thankfully we haven't experienced that yet, but I'm sure at some point that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and another thing I really like is just, I was proud of myself the first time, because you know, I'm not always doing video, but when I did my show live for the first time, even with the glitches, I was like, you know what? I was proud of myself. So that was a good, that was a good experience. <laughs> Well, folks, I have to say something. Anike and Nadim are very good at showing themselves on on, on the cameras and stuff and on their social media. I'm the one that's always, like, never showing anything. And so, like, they're always, like, they'll put up their art. You got to check it out, folks, at in tabs on in Instagram. And buy some, by the way, too. Um, and Anike, she puts up her, I mean, she has videos. She's talking and reflecting. She's at Books and Books showing her book, show, her book on the shelf. Like, there's all this a personal engagement, which is so significant because many of our fans are, are telling me now through social media, hey, when this COVID is over, would you guys be interested in a, in a meetup? We talked about that, the three of us. Yeah. We like to do a meetup with fans. And if our fans are all over the globe, I don't know how that will work. But then, hey, now we have Zoom, so maybe that can work. So, you know, so we'll figure that out. So we're listening, folks, and we're definitely appreciative of all that you're giving us. And I have to say this as well. There are so many favorites, it's hard just to pinpoint one because it's just that much fun. But here comes another question for you both. What is the hardest thing you've had to deal with, you know, during the production of a show? Oh, you know, being your own producer is interesting. <laughs> because, you know, when something goes wrong, you have to fix it while you are there. <laughs> so, so I did uh, recently, I, I did a birthday at, from the hotel that we were at, and I said, we're going to do a Facebook Live. Most of it was dark. Couldn't see. <laughs> we couldn't get the camera to work. 
know, and so it's just interesting, you know, some little glitch will happen, or the, you know, the the, the 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 thing will will drop, and I just have to keep, I just have to keep it going. You know, when you're when you're you're only producer, it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Dave? Well, you know, Billy. So I'm going to share this. So there was an episode that we were doing, and all of a sudden, you know, I see during the episode Billy mutes himself. And he pulls out, he's like waving his hands on the in the air, and he pulls out a spray can, he's spraying all over the place. And I'm like, what is going on while I'm talking? And then when he's done, I said, oh, he tells me afterwards, he's like, there was a bug, but it just caught me so off guard, because in the middle of the show, Billy pulls out a can, starts spraying around, <laughs> waving his hands in the air. I was dying inside, but we... We, you know, that's the hard, one of the hardest parts is you're dying inside laugh, but trying to keep it going. Because you're, you're fighting back those tears of laughter as you're trying to forge forward. Thanks, Nadine. And I have to tell you, you know what's funny? I had a giggle moment last week, Nadine, remember? There was a, a guest on the show, Nikkei, who was telling us <laughs> in his little story how he dreamed in his nightmare that something was eating his face, like something was eating his face. The way he wrote it, I thought it was so funny. I couldn't stop, but it almost threw off in the day. <laughs> he kept laughing. I'm like, Billy, because the question was for Billy. So I read the question, and Billy just starts cracking up. And I'm like, Billy, you got to stop laughing at this poor man. You got to answer his question. <laughs> oh, God. That's he funny. recovered nicely, though. He recovered nicely. I did. I was Epic film on my behalf, you know. Here's a question coming in from Tina. Tina wants to know this from us. What are the most memorable lines you can you recall the most memorable line or lines from a guest? Like something they said that resonated with you or from a topic that you may have researched, like something you're like, oh my gosh, that's a cool line. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I, I can't recall I any, honestly, Tina. I, I had a lot of good lines. I wish I had written some down. Oh man, you go, Nadine, you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I mean there's been many times in the sh- in in the show that somebody will say whether it's you or a guest or I will say something and then we're like that's really good that makes yeah. sense and then we we talk about it and then we kind of move on but I think that you know there's so many of those good comments it's hard to just grasp on, at one you know because if you have a good show and and I mean Anika and Billy you guys know it's better better than anybody you feel when you have a good show. And when you yeah, have you a good do. show and you know, you know, you had all the, the wonderful comments and you have so many good shows as you guys do, it, it's hard to pinpoint just one. Yeah, I agree. So one comment, right? No, Bob has a really good question for us. Listen to this one. He wants to know, what's it that makes for each of us? I can imagine you're doing some cr- pretty creative stuff. Hmm. Well, Bob, right now we're going to continue to do more podcasts. Definitely. We want you to listen you know, our everyday folks, our Nikkei S shows are posted there. We also have our Fright Talk series posted there. Um, I also say we're, we, we, ha- we, we don't want to say too much, but we'll say this. For me, it's a combination of more published works, both in writing and, you know, written as well as on film. And so super excited about the opportunities as soon as I can get to May 4th. <laughs> May 4th is the date. And my dear co-hosts know that date because I will be relinquished of my present duties of some work at work. So I'm able to focus more fully on what I need to get done. What about you, Nadine? Well, you know, I'm, I'm constantly creating when it comes to my artwork. 
Um, I'm constantly creating and posting. So that's something that I will continue to do. Um, as as people continue to collect, I'm going to continue to produce it. And then um, I would like to focus a little bit more on some writing projects that I had started and semi-finished or want to start and haven't started. Um, my, my biggest uh, downfall is time. There just never seems to be enough hours in a day. Um, especially, you know, you, you go to work, you do everything you want to do. And then even in the time where you want to expel that creative energy, you need to have the physical energy and you have to have the mental energy to do it too. And then some days you just don't. So, uh, but I want to continue to, uh, obviously Fry Talk guys, I, I love everything we do with it and it's very creative for us. And we had, we have some projects in the works for it, but, um, continue creating my art. Uh, my paintings, my original paintings and artwork, and then obviously um, trying to uh, find the time and make the time and carve out the time to also work on some published works. And Anike? Yeah, I, I'm always trying to up my game with the marketing. And cause I, I started out, I, I had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, people started introducing me to different programs, Ripple and Canva and all these different. So I'm trying to up, update my game with, with the marketing. And um, I'm going to eventually going to um, YouTube. So that's something that I'm, I'm looking forward to. And just doing some more live shows. And um, when, when COVID kind of lets us a little bit more, you know, a little on location kind of things. But I definitely want to get more creative in, in that area as far as the marketing and, and um, trying different backgrounds and, you know, just kind of going next level with the show. Sounds fun. Here comes a fun question from me to you two. <laughs> so it's a reinvention question. So we're going to play switch our bodies, right? So right now we have three series, by the way, for those of you who are listening, we know that you're going to continue to send questions, but there's still more questions coming in. Um, we're, we're going to play a little switcheroo here because we have three active series currently on Everyday Folks Radio. One is BJ Speaks, the set one is Fright Talk, and the third is Journey into Passion, right? So we're going to pretend, Nadim, Nadim, you're going to become me. Okay. I'm going to become Anike. And Anike, okay. you're going to become Nadim. Okay. And so what you're going to do is create the opening of the other host show. <laughs> I'll start. I can start. <laughs> Hello, my name is Billy Jones, and you're listening to Journey into Passion. Where everything that is passionate takes place. I don't know what am I doing. Because <laughs> 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 you're the same line that she says that I can never duplicate an Anike S. Madison moment. But I would think it would be calm and serene. Like I feel like when I talk to Anike, I feel like I need to do better in my life. So, <laughs> so that tone is what I need to do. Try it out. So whoever wants to go first, <clears throat> you're going to. Take on the other person. Go ahead. You want to try it, Nadine? Okay. Um, this is Nadine Taj, and this is BJ Speaks. And today we have a guest that is just going to interview themselves and keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just sit here and just take the questions and hopefully get two of them in. <laughs> right. That was great. Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay. Um, well, welcome to Fright Talk. I am Nadine, and tonight we are going to be discussing some of the 
the most frightening movies you have ever seen. We're going to do our top ten. Get ready. Yeah, what? that's great. <laughs> she did that better than I did. We got to okay. have our fight time. I know. <laughs> You're the next guest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Was that was great. <laughs> We're having fun here. And we got another question coming in from Dexter. Listen to this. He says, this is fun. <laughs> I try to listen to your shows when I can. It's nice to see you guys are doing well. What advice do you offer to new podcasters who are trying to get into the game? That's a really good one. Yeah, I say make sure that you, from the beginning, you make sure that you know who you want to be. You know, do you want to be a character or do you want to be your authentic self? Because that's got to be something that carries. And then you have to decide on what you're passionate about because it, it, it is a lot of work. And you want, and sometimes you're going to be like, oh, God, <laughs> you, know? you, you come off of a long day and the, the, the words are swimming all over the page and you try to figure out an idea for the show. And so it's really easier to just do something that you're really passionate about, that, that you know that you can do this for a long time and really decide who you are because, people, especially when guests come on, because a lot of people want to say, well, I want, I want to come on your show and discuss this. And you have to remember your audience. Because if you're a fashionista, nobody wants to hear about camping on your show. You know, and right. somebody might say, I have this great camping. And no. <laughs> you have to from the very beginning. No, I'm a fashionista. We're talking fashion, you know. And so that's, that's what I think. Mm. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think what Anike say is, said is 100% accurate. I, I agree with her saying that you have to be authentic to yourself, right? And also, it's okay to – you're going to stumble along the way maybe. Maybe the first few episodes, it's going to take a little bit of a while to find your groove, and that is perfectly okay. I think that sometimes people are guilty – I know I'm guilty of this – of being their own worst critic. Mm. And then sometimes you just have to be a little bit nicer to yourself. Yep. And understand That's right. that process and just give yourself give yourself the room to grow, and good things will happen. Mm. Yeah. And folks, remember, this is a form of entertainment too, Dexter. So at the end of the day, we want people to enjoy themselves. So if you fumble or stumble, just pick up and keep moving. And it's funny because now, and I'm sure you both would agree with this, when you fumble now, it's not a big deal. You just pick up and roll off. Now, if this was episode one or two, you'd be like, deer in headlights, right? <laughs> so the more you do it, practice is important. Listening to other podcasters and finding your niche and finding your brand are some other recommendations too. And just having fun with the process. This is, this is an ancillary to our lives. We recognize this as entertainment. But we have to have fun, too, doing this. And if we're not having fun, then guess what, Dexter? Just like you said, this wouldn't be fun for you, too. Thank you for You're listening. Right. And, and don't be afraid to change it up. Because my, my format, when I first started, is not the same format that I have now. Don't That's be afraid true. to change it up. That's true for us, Sunadim. That's true. We're not yeah. involved. And it's like it's in clever ways. Like, there will be days, folks. Like I'll say to Dean, like we look at each other. You want to start a show? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got the 15 hours. You got the 40 hours. Like we just have, it just naturally flows, right? But it takes some practice to get to that comfortable space. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Questions are coming, folks. And we see that you love us. Our, our, you know, and we haven't even done a call in for the line, you know, if you want to talk to us. But that's okay because none of you are talking to us through our, our switchboard. But let me get that number just in case. It's 347 347- Five three nine five three seven two. Again, the number is three four seven five three nine five three seven two. 
and we see that you're not shy. We have five more questions, folks. Five good okay. questions here. So let's see if we can jump right on in. So I won't even give the email address because we have enough to do here. So Stinson <laughs> asked the following. What do your family say about our work? Are, you, are they supportive? What do you think, Nadine? Wow. That's a very good question. Um, so some family members have heard the podcast. Some, most have not. Um, I think that because of the content of horror, you know, a lot of people might, I'm, I'm, I'm more of the horror gothic mind artsy person in my family. So I don't necessarily think that, you know, my, uh, retired mother is not very much into horror, so she's right. not going to listen to, you know, that, that stuff kind of scares her. So she doesn't listen in. And so they are supportive and they think it's, it's cool, but I, as far as listening in, I don't know how often they listen in, uh, but they are supportive. And for the most part, they remember I do it. I mean, they follow me on social media. So once they see that I post it, they're like, oh, yeah, he does that. But uh, they've been supportive. I just think that because of the, the horror topics, some of them are, are kind of uh, older generation, kind of like, eh, that's not, that's not really their thing, which is understandable because mm-hmm. not everybody's cup of tea. That's true. Very true. How about you, Nikkei? I do. I have um, a couple of cousins and aunts I know that are um, more regular listeners. Not everybody, um, but uh, yeah, I, I do have some and uh, some some friends that are, that uh, solidly tune in. But um, and in the beginning, um, definitely, I <laughs> I think it was all family <laughs> in the beginning and the and some friends. But uh, yeah, they, they're kind of coming around a little bit, a few more. Every now and then. Mm, for me too. It's the same. I expect we as artists and writers and publish, all three of us have several common threads. We've been in professional industries, industries for a long time. We all, each of us is an author and each of us is a podcaster. Those are just three great starts. And three, each of us are three creatives because in addition to podcasting and writing, Nadine can also sketch and, and paint and be an artist. In addition to doing her podcast and her authorship, Anike also can run a production and put on a, a show or a play. You know, so those are very special things. And here's the thing that I find that's most interesting. I know that our family knows and expects us to do what we do because they know our gifts. So I don't get upset or bothered anymore <clears throat> when they haven't read my book or they haven't listened to a show. Because at the end of the day, they're not just our primary audience. We have an audience of 9,000 plus listens to prove that there's an an interest beyond us. And so I think our family sense and are very supportive. They're extremely supportive. If not, they would not be allowing us the time we're having now, right? Even our pets are supportive for those of us who have them. They understand and they are part of the, the, the family too. So we're in good spaces with good people who love us and appreciate us. Here's the next question, folks. Now, this one's I do have to say, I do have to say my number Go one ahead, fan please. is my mom. <laughs> oh, listen. Shout out to Mama, Mama Madison, okay? Because she's just so awesome. <laughs> Give her a big old hug for me. And here's the next question for us. This one's unknown, so I don't know who wrote it because I can't understand the email address, but it says, is there a guest you haven't interviewed yet but would like to interview? And who would it be and why? And it doesn't have to be a celebrity. I got to think well, you know, I told you. Now you, now, you know, I told you that my ultimate guest is Oprah. You know, I got to, I, I'm sorry. I, that is, I, I dream big. I've always dreamed big. I can't help myself. 
that is, yeah, that's my go-to. <laughs> Makes sense. How about you, Nadine? Um, you know, we we mentioned before having different people in the, you know, maybe some horror film directors, some of the famous ones, you know, to come on. Uh, but I think it would just be more um, more real to have maybe people who have an interest in paranormal activity on their own and they have their own organization or something like that. So I, I'd like to, you know, interview uh, people who are, you know, do it obviously on the side as a hobby, whatever type of horror haunting thing they're in. There's uh, We know that um, we've had, uh, we've mentioned in the show before uh, products from, people who only do fashion, horror fashion as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that anybody that falls within the genre, if they're doing something creative, I would I would like to uh, interview anybody within that realm that is doing something creative in the horror genre. I agree with that. I think there are so many exciting folks. I would say for me, it's easy to put a celebrity, but the cool thing is that the name of everyday folks is called everyday folks. We want folks who are not on the covers of magazines all the time, who may not get the acknowledgement for their unique perspectives or contributions to our world. And so we want to be able to be all encompassing to those communities. But I will say that for interviewing for me, I don't think there's anyone we haven't done yet. I like going with the flow a little bit because everyone who needs to be on our shows or listening to our shows arrive to our shows. And so unknown, I think, thank you for that question, because it also makes us think of the big picture. You know, Anike said it earlier, how do you dream and envision the bigger picture? Thank you for the thought. Hmm. I do have to, I do have to say I, I am working on, I would like to, because I'm, my, my book is about caregiving. I do want to have a round table of caregivers um, and just kind of explore ways that, um, just as communities that we can be more helpful to them and um, and just really kind of get their perspective on, you know, what's going on with COVID and, and, and where, where they are and, and, and um, you know, the, more of the needs because I, I know my own caregiving experience, it was, it was not easy. And so just getting their perspective of, you know, how, how how it can be more of a community thing and, and get more help. So that's definitely something I would like to do. Mm, good to know. And caregivers are heroes. Yes, For they are. Absolutely. Listening, Absolutely. Those caregivers and those healthcare professionals and those techs that work in the hospitals, those people are heroes. Every single day they're in the trenches. And for, and for a quick plug on that, Anika Matheson has the title of her book, which is Step-by-step caregiver's guide for medical appointments and hospital visits. Available on Amazon and support books and books in Sunnyland. It's there. So, folks, you got your options. You can get it anywhere you are on the globe. Here's our next question. This one's interesting. Ever thought about doing a show merger or a mashup? That would be super cool. Denver Mm -hmm. wants to know. That's an interesting thought. Like a mashup of journey into passion with horror. Well, we have a passion for horror. Let me think about that for a minute. Hmm. Well, we're doing a mashup right now. What do you call this? We're doing a mashup now, yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, wow. on a specific topic. Of course. You know, we are the topic, Denver, because we're having like a, a virtual celebration here for two, number 200. But that's a good idea. Um, you know, we'll keep that in mind. I never thought of that, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah, never thought of Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> so let's add this. 
want to remix it? Now, we have um, Keeping Up With K-Pop, which is taking a little break here at Everyday Folks. Not because we don't want the series, but because the host, she's working on some other exciting projects. But imagine Journey Into Passion mixing with Keeping Up With (laughs) K-Pop. Or horror. Actually, horror could work very well with that, right? Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't listen to K-Pop, so it sounds pretty horrific to me. So, yeah, sure. Why not? But you can turn your journey to passion into K-pop, you know? <laughs> yeah. K-pop, you know? Yeah. And definitely thank you, ladies, for helping us get to 200. <laughs> That's right. Indeed, they sure did. Steve wants to know, did, do we ever have a concern that we'll ever run out of material to talk about? Yes. <laughs> I got two extremes. <laughs> 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 Nadine, want to start? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we we planned out what we were wanting to do throughout the year as far as the shows, uh, or for the at least the next eight months, and we were in no short supply. That's not to say that maybe in a couple of years we may be uh, in short supply, or maybe next year we're in short supply, but this year in particular we were in no short supply. As a matter of fact, there are some shows that we couldn't get to, so we had to just kind of like leave those topics on the side to get to some of the other ones. And so, I mean, I think that moment will definitely come. And at that, that point, we just, you know, have to get a little bit more creative. But for now, it's not. But then again, our show is still fairly new. Our, you know, Fry Talk Guys is still fairly new. So the topics are still uh, fairly easy to come by. But as more time uh, goes on, it would be more and more difficult to find the topics as the time goes on. Okay. And Nikki was immediately with a yes. You saw that, Nadim, right? Because folks, we can see you can't see us. So you had to see the nonverbal. It's hilarious. So Nikki says, so Nikki, would you care to expand that thought? (laughs) You know, know, the thing is is that you want to make sure that what you're talking about is going to be interesting to the audience, you know. So Mm -hmm. it's like I can come up with a lot of different things, but I want to make sure that it translates to people wanting to listen to it. So I think that's that's my biggest thing. I always want to make sure is this something that people want to tune in to hear, and um, that's that that can be that can be challenging. So I, I'm sometimes I'm changing the topic, <laughs> you know, I'm t- changing things right up to the day before, um, just trying to make sure that it's it's interesting and that it, it it's something that will be engaging. Mm. I would, you know, for me, Steve, I never feel I run out of topic, but I will say if I have a guest and you guys can probably agree with this, who just, even the topic is so good, but if the guest is, un, you know, is unable to help carry the conversation in a meaningful way that would translate to the audience listening, it could be exhausting. And it could be like the longest hour of your life. And it hasn't happened mm-hmm. to us, because we, we bounce so well off of each other and we're just fun. Our topic mm-hmm. is fun. And Anike, it's happened to you and it's happened to me on BJ Speaks and on, for you on JIP, where you get these guests sometimes that just, wow, I really, really wanted to, um, I, and, and I'm still inspired by the, by the, the, folk, the individual, but when it, sometimes it just doesn't cross over. Who you are in reality comes across on your podcast, whether you're a host or a guest. And I always say to folks, if you want to know what our world is like, first know what it's like to be a guest before you're a host. Do you both agree? Because mm-hmm. each I of agree. us was a on a podcast first 
to know what it's like to be on the receiving end of what's coming at us from the person who's guiding the dialogue. And then once you get onto the production side, it's a whole other beast. And it's a good beast. We can tame it. But the point here is that it does, I think it depends on the circumstance. Some things can just happen and you just got to roll with the punches. But I will say there's always something to talk about in our world. Everything that we're doing is so relevant and popping and trending. And once, even in COVID, it's allowed us to do what we've done, right? Nadine, for instance, out of COVID, because of it, gave us the extra time to consider what now is Fright Talk. It's true. It's absolutely true. Right. Yeah. And it it spawns something completely creative and completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fun. And I'm like, and it's been so much fun. And we were able to embed it in the fabric of our lives. Would you agree, Nadine? Oh, absolutely. I look forward to it. I I really do. And it's something that I look forward to it. And I know people look forward to it because they're always messaging me, oh, when's the next show? And, And so, and, you know, we do it on a Friday night. And that Friday night, I am, you know, very much looking forward to it. Even the the work that goes into it, the researching and all that, I don't mind that at all because it's enjoyable. And for that one hour, that interaction of bouncing the ideas back and forth, um, in Anike's case with her guests, the time passes relatively quick. But it's it's, it's enjoyable, right? Because there are conversations, and I feel that the art of conversation is lost, but it's conversations back and forth that – you grow, right? So you're growing in different aspects. So it's that conversation that sometimes we, we kind of miss out on because we spend a lot of time emailing and texting and things like that. So to get back to those conversations, no matter what topic it's about, whether it's with a co-host or with a guest, I think it, it does good for the soul. Renanike, how about you? Yeah, I, I, the interviewer in me has a question for you guys. I can't help it. As storytellers, does it make it more enjoyable, your, your show? because you're dealing with stories to make it more enjoyable. Yeah. Yes, it does. And that's people remember things most if they're told in stories, even when you're giving presentations, you're encouraged to tell things using story or the time order of storytelling because people are more likely to recall it because it relates to experience. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I agree. And a lot of times we'll say, okay, we're going to talk about this, but then somebody will send in a question and it just completely spawns into something else, right? So a whole yeah. it can take the conversation a whole other route that we didn't think That's it was right. going to go. And then at some point you're like, oh, wait, I have to get back to, you know, uh, to this. Yeah. And that's how you know it's going well, right? Because you're just yeah. embedded one story into another. So, yes, I, I absolutely. I think that's one of the best things about podcasters. I remember I um, I had a speech at um, the, the South Florida Writers Association that I was privileged to, and I talked about um, storytellers being great at podcasting because that's basically what we're doing. We're, we're actually setting up a story, and we're building up to the, 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 the point where everybody's like, okay, what's going to happen next? You have to build up to something, and then you have to bring it home. And so I think that, you know, I just a side note, storytellers, this is a great medium for you. Mm. Think about podcasts. You know, it's great. <laughs> and just reminded me of one of the things that I enjoyed most, and I'm sure you guys remember this. In elementary school, once or twice a year they would bring somebody from the public library system to read a story to you. Yep. 
Sometimes they'd bring yep. puppets. I don't think they do that anymore. But they used to do that when we were in school. And it was so enjoyable because they were storytellers. And you got so into whatever they were reading. And it was phenomenal. Now we're doing it through podcasts because it's a digital age. But, Anike, you brought me back by saying that because they'll spawn some really good memories from, from when I was in school. I don't think Absolutely. they still do that anymore, though. You're right. No. It's no, it's kind of no. no. Yep. And our last question here is from Juan. He And this is a great question. Would we be interested in doing a live show on ground somewhere or a YouTube channel? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If it's now, COVID safe right now, yeah, absolutely. We, you know. But one, we have to ask. If you're local, we expect you there. Okay. <laughs> we do right. want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> But I think it's a great opportunity for us. It, I, I think that would be great. We actually talked about a meetup option. And, and, and so once, you know, life is safer for us and able to, to really get back on ground, we'll do this. And, you know, I have to say thank you. Thank you, Nadim, and thank you, Anike. Thank you, Stephanie, because she's out there too, for all of our collective efforts of helping everyday folks, our family, reach its 200th episode. So congratulations for that. Our applause for that. And folks, we're not done yet because we want you to be here for the next one, two, three, or more episodes plus the next 200. And so coming up next Friday on the 12th, Nadim and I will be coming back for another exciting show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Fright Talk. Check out our listing on on Everyday Folks Radio. And also coming up on, I think you're the 13th, right, Anika? Yes, 13th at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're back, folks, yes, and her schedule is up also on Everyday Folks Radio as well. Come, come and check us out. Here's something else that we want you to do. We want you to continue to share with us and reach out to us with any of your questions or comments. We love making digital friends. Like Nadim said earlier, the art of writing and, 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 and reading has translated into a whole other dimension. And so the art of communicating has, has as well, but it doesn't have to stop. So if you have any questions or insights, ideas for our show, want to be a guest on our show, but you know how to reach us. Just visit us. You have a Nikkei Passion Journey at gmail.com. You have Fright Talk Guys at gmail.com. And of course, the one you've been listening, using here too at Everyday Folks Listen at gmail.com. Any final thoughts, team? Any final comments? Any final wishes or shout outs? Just I'm want to thank you. No, no, I'm sorry, Nikkei. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, <laughs> no, go. I'm just I'm just so excited that we're here at 200 shows, and, you know, it's just great to be a part of Everyday Folks Radio. You know, it's just a great platform, and I'm just, I'm just honored to be a part of it, and I'm, I'm really grateful that I, I just have the freedom that I have with my show to, to, to just, you know, do it the way I want to do it, and um, I look forward to us celebrating 400. <laughs> Got it. Nadine? Yeah. Uh, I'm just... I'm just happy to be part of the family, and I very much, you know, this is a, a a huge milestone. So congratulations to you. Thank you for having me on, and I'm honored to be on because Billy, you're talented in all types of areas. Anike is talented as well. So to be on with two very talented people, people who have been out there hitting the podcast life for quite some time. I'm just, I'm, I'm honored, and I'm appreciative to just be part of the family. So thank you both. You're welcome, and thank you both for being my dear colleagues in Everyday Folks Radio, but also my dear friends and family. Love you both. 
And we love all of you listeners. Thank you for listening to this 200th episode of Everyday Folks Radio. Tune in to more episodes and archived ones, too, on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Take care. Have a great night. Bye.